Hello and welcome. It's Kate from Zen Stitching and today I'm popping into your Instagram feed to chat with uh, Miriam from Slow Evenings Embroidery as part of the Making Zen online retreat. So we have such a wonderful array of different artists all who are textile artists in one way, shape or another. And um, Miriam does some very beautiful embroideries um, and creates embroideries that people can do onto their clothes. So I'm just going to send her an invitation and see if we can get her uh, connected. so much everyone for joining in today. Uh, Making Zen starts next week which is super exciting for anyone who is um, I don't know a little bit impatient and wants to get straight get started straight away then we do also have the all access pass and that also means that as well as the um, exclusive bonuses that the artists have provided you also get to start these workshops straight away and we're starting to see some um, really wonderful um, feedback coming through from people who have started and creating and having fun with the making process. So whilst we're waiting for Miriam to join us today, would you like to tell me what you're most excited to learn as part of the Making Zen? Is it a different uh, stitch technique? Is it gaining creativity? Is it um, learning to incorporate a bit more Zen into your day? Leave, leave a message. Uh, leave a comment below sorry I've just seen that slow evenings embroidery has sent her request let's see if we can connect this away I have a feeling we might be able to so we've got lots of people joining in lots of waving I know for me with um, the Making Zen online retreat hello and welcome Hi. we have Miriam <laughs> Hi. Hello. it's nice to see you too how are you I'm good I'm good. I was just, you know, nervous if I got the time right, if the Instagram live will work and all of this, but <laughs> I think it works. So I'm here. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? I, I know I have a, a difficulty trying to get the right time zones yeah. and on top of daylight savings as exactly, well. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it adds an extra layer of complexity. So I'm like, oh, I hope we've got the time zones and everything. So it's really lovely that you're here to, to join yes. and, and chat with us today. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. And I was just um, chatting with everybody who had was joining in earlier about the, the Making Zen retreat and how you're one of the amazing artists who are a part of the event for this year. Would you like to tell people what your um, what you really like to do as part of your um process and technique yeah um so as part of my process i think i'm an embroidery artist in case uh, <laughs> uh, not everybody knows uh, yeah and uh, my favorite thing i think from my process is making samples and testing and doing little prototypes because i when i have an idea for a new design I usually have everything kind of in mind, like what kind of color scheme I want to go, what kind of mood, and also what kinds of textures I want to use. Uh, but that being said, I always make a sample to see if it's um, in real life, if it's as, as 
good i mean or as nice as i envisioned it in my head so i always even though i do it professionally let's say i have years of experience but still every time before uh, launching a new design i always test it to see how the stitches behave and uh, how they look and if the colors mm -hmm. uh, look great uh, and it's also kind of i always recommend it to beginners because if they're unsure of some technique or they want to um, start embroidering maybe on, on clothes or something else, it's always really, I think, cool to test it out on a like scrap of, a scrap of fabric because it takes all the pressure off, you yes. know, the fear of the blank page. Uh, so you don't mess up the, the perfect project because before you start it's perfect, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So like the first, the first, um, yeah stitches could be uh, you know it, it's not a perfect blank page anymore so always just test testing it on a like scrap piece of yeah. fabric and having mm -hmm. fun with it it's best for me to take the pressure off before that's yeah, that's such a it, and that's such a lovely um words of advice because i know personally when i want to do something i have to do it straight away and i jump in with both feet and sometimes I wish in retrospect that I'd taken a little bit of time to do a sample and test the colours and make sure the stitches work and, and all that kind of stuff. I'm thinking particularly um, of some clothes that I made recently. I just sewed them without doing like a, a sample one first and of course they didn't fit and all that kind of stuff. So it's such a, a good suggestion to just do a do a practice before yeah. you get started. Yeah, you, you can. I mean, sometimes I maybe take it too far. I made like samples and samples and samples. <laughs> and it's also, you know, not great to take it too far and like just procrastinate by something before committing to the final piece. But yeah, something mm -hmm. somewhere in between, I think it's a nice <laughs> balance. Yeah, but the, there's also, like you say, when you're doing all of the samples, you're also making discoveries and learning as you go along the yeah. way. So, um, and, and sometimes I find that the samples are more interesting than the final piece. Yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> like, right now I'm working on a new design and I like the sample more than like the final sample. So I have to like incorporate a bit more of those things yeah. in the final What do you think um, is different between the sample that you really like and the final design? Was it like just some polishing touches that um, kind of... Yeah, uh, actually what it is, I'm kind of like free handling on the sample. So the final piece have has all of the outlines but with the sample i just kind of like you know um drew on top of the, the fabric and just kind of uh, i was more spontaneous and mm. I improvised a bit mm. and that's also what added it adds like the nice touch to it uh, but in the final design i you know i have everything printed kind of so i guess maybe i should go back and add a bit of more um not not so perfect perfectly designed outlines to it because yeah uh, the sample yeah i just have more freedom in the samples also yeah yeah there's something too about i guess a hand drawn line isn't there versed versus a computer generated line which is what i am assuming you're referring to by yeah, a, exactly mm -hmm. yeah for the sample i kind of like hand drew it and I stitched on top of it, and then I took those sketches and I did like the uh, the vector drawing of it, and yeah, one 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 piece, uh, you know, I should improve it a bit based yeah. on the sample. That's a good uh, good point. Or yeah, I mean, also the 
the thing is that I create embroidery patterns and kits. And the point of a pattern is kind of that you don't have to think about it. Yes. You just follow the design that I, I designed. And um, yeah, so I want to make the design so that people don't have to take any decisions with it, kind of. So because that's, in my eyes, that's the point. If they, they can, if they want to, obviously, they can do whatever they want mm -hmm. with it. But I know a lot of people uh, feel, don't like drawing or, you know, they don't feel comfortable with those kind of uh, creative um, yeah, decisions. So yeah. that's why I want to vectorize everything and make it as straightforward as possible. Yeah, yeah. which is um, really wonderful too, because there is definitely a magic in being able to follow what someone else has put together for you. Like, it's, it's really nice to be able to sit down and, and see for example, what you've created and know that when I sit down and follow along to what you're suggesting I do, I'm going to end up with a product that hopefully is going to look similar to what you've created versus thinking, well, I just want to embroider something and then not really knowing how to do it, where to get started, the colours to use, the materials to use, all that kind of stuff too. So it kind of, it helps in that sense. But then once you've sat down and gone work through a kit, like what you're, um, what you put together, you then have the confidence and perhaps the, the freedom to apply your knowledge that you've learned through doing the kit and take that either the imagery further or apply that same process on, you know, on something different as well. So it's, it's kind of a nice gateway. Yeah, 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 exactly. I agree because at first there's so much to think about that you just want, okay, do this, 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 use this color and this, and here are the steps. Um, but yeah, later on, I honestly, I really, when I see people uh, doing, creating some of my patterns, I love when they took some artistic liberties and they added something or changed or, you know, incorporated something of their own. It's like really, because usually, I wouldn't have thought about it, you know, and it was so cool to see how they interpret like the same design or base uh, in their own way. So yeah, I really like it. Yeah, it is. And it's quite fun because, um, you know, quite often when you're working on a design, you're working in your studio. Um, but I do notice that you do also teach in person. So you probably get that feedback going um, as well. So when you see someone who's working with your design and then pushing it that little bit further, that's really exciting. In some senses, it's almost like a collaboration, isn't it? Where you're collaborating with others and on that creative journey. Yeah, exactly. I just had workshop this weekend. It was embroidery on clothes. And it was the, dare I say, like the best workshop I had so far. Uh -huh. Because it was so much fun to see like all the clothes people brought. Because beforehand, uh, I, I sent them information exactly which clothes to bring. Uh, because in my opinion, it's the most important thing when it comes to embroidery on clothes, like the type of clothes. Yes. Especially if you're a beginner. And everybody brought something, some like a couple of clothes to check. And I just, you know, I saw them picking the designs or like cutting out parts of designs and like applying them uh, to the clothes. And we were like, like, you know, talking about color palettes or which stitches to use for which effect. It was so much fun. And really, I was in awe of like how much, how, how you know, how great the designs look and how the pieces of clothing really came to life. It was really my favorite <laughs> workshop so far. Yeah. Uh, that's so exciting.
exciting. It's really fun to hear that you you get so much out of it as well because I know when you participate in the workshop, it's always so much fun to learn something um, <clears throat> and it's always nice to know that it's a two-way thing that teachers also get just as much from the participants as and vice versa. I mean, I love it, but I also, because I talk for three hours straight, <laughs> And honestly, I go back, uh, I go back because it's like in the next city. So I go back by, by, um, by train, let's mm -hmm. say like a train tram transportation. And I just have to stay awake <laughs> because I'm really, I love it, but it's also, you know, three hours nonstop uh, talking and, and explaining and teaching. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to stay away. Right. <laughs> <the afternoon>. <laughs> Yeah, really. <laughs> first time I did it, I was buying the um, I was buying the train ticket in the machine, and I left my card there because it was such you know machine with a card. It was when when I saw this machine first, I was like, this is perfect to forget your card because once you mm -hmm. stick it in, you don't completely don't see it. Mm -hmm. And the first I was so tired mentally after after the first workshop because it was also like a new experience for me. Yeah. I forgot it. I mean hopefully nothing happened nobody stole it i just blocked it there was like um but it never ever happened in my life before so it's also <laughs> requires lots of energy yes oh it does it really does it's kind of i guess being focused and making sure everybody's um having a good time and understanding what you're sharing and and all that kind of stuff there's a lot of it's a lot of things to to consider when you're teaching a workshop and i'm most curious when you say that there are certain type of clothes that you like to encourage people to bring what kind of clothes do you like to encourage people to work with yeah so uh, i always say for embroidery especially if you're a beginner there are two basic rules of fabrics for any kind of embroidery. So the first one is that it should, shouldn't be see-through because if it's see-through, then you can see, um, you know, the back of the embroidery mm -hmm. panel. So when the fabric is see-through, you can really see what's happening uh, behind and you have to be really, really, you know, uh, if you're using this type of fabric, you have to really pay attention to the back mm -hmm. and, you know, especially beginners, like you don't always want to like hide every single stitch behind and be like perfectly, you know, perfect at the back of the fabric. Right now I'm stitching with a bit of a see-through fabric and it's a bit annoying <laughs> <laughs> because I have to be like so careful and like really, um, you know, it takes also twice as long almost yeah. to like really yes. make sure that there's no, uh, no loose, loose uh, you know, threads behind. Yeah, so, you kind of have to re consider the back as well as the yeah. front when you're doing yeah. the stitching. Mm. Yeah, and honestly, in my opinion, it's not as much fun as when you have like nice thicker fabric and you can just, you know, focus on the front, like have the back in mind, obviously, but not like having, putting as much attention to the back as to the front. So this is the first, the first um, um, rule, mm -hmm. my rule of embroidery on clothes. And the second that they shouldn't be stretchy. So definitely easier for beginners to work on non-stretchy fabrics uh, like denim or like shirts or tote bags, uh, canvas pouches, things like that, mm -hmm. non-stretchy trousers and, and things like that. Um, because it's the easiest thing I can. Yes. But I do lots of embroidery on t-shirts and t-shirts are slightly stretchy always. I mean, depends also on the, on the quality and on the thickness of fabric and everything. But they do have a bit of stretch to it and mm. it's a bit of an art, uh -huh. <laughs> I think. Uh -huh. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, you have to kind of, I mean, 
what I always do, I just follow the stretch of the fabric. So I don't, when I'm embroidering, let's say, on a t-shirt or a sweatshirt, uh, usually for my hoops, uh, in um, when the fabric is this tight in a hoop, it's like mm -hmm. drum tight. So, oh, okay. um, yeah, so usually, let's see if I have stuff here. So it's like this. Huh? This is how tight I usually have it in the hoop, uh -huh. but this stays in the hoop, so uh, that's okay. But if you took this t-shirt, which is stretchy, you stretched it in a hoop, mm. you embroidered it, and then you took it out, it would look, you know, the fabric would wrinkle or it would look weird. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? That yeah. you embroidered, embroidery is not stretchy because yeah, the, 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 the thread is not stretchy. And you took something that had like, like this, like this, this kind of um, texture normally. You put some stretch here. So this was stretched. This was like still not. So it would just look okay. off. So yeah. I generally get this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I generally just uh, have like a kind of loose, looser fabric, fabric in a hoop, uh, which normally is like, oh my gosh, you cannot have loose fabric in an embroidery hoop. Like, oh, is this? <laughs> I sometimes get comments. Why is your fabric so like you know loose? <laughs> but that's I just take use the hoop kind of as as a um, way to 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 be able to access the fabric. Mm and just keep the fabric in its natural state as it will be after I take the hoop out. So this is mm. the main, uh, the main thing. But maybe, and I, yeah. I, sorry to interrupt. I imagine that uh, th uh, that comes through practice, knowing yeah. how the, the right tension, I guess, to keep the fabric with there. It's not too tight where if you yeah. take it off, it's going to pucker and do all kinds of weird things. Or if it's too loose, it's probably going to pull it in yeah, or the, when you wash it, the the stitches won't look so crisp. They would kind uh -huh. of become a bit bigger, or I don't know how to describe it. They would just not look as good as like tighter stitches. Yeah. But it's also, uh, I do samples. <laughs> so, you know, before I started, I took like a bunch of like, like cheaper quality t-shirts or different t-shirts. And I really tested like what's, uh, what's best, um, you know, which, which fabrics are also best for embroidery. And I tried different types of stitches and really uh, tested it, yeah, and then washed them and <laughs> see how they, how they um, perform over time. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's a good point, actually, because even T-shirt fabric, which is a knit and it's stretchy, yeah. depending on um, maybe the brand or yeah. even just the garment and depending on how old it is or how new it is, yeah. You're going to have various thicknesses yeah. of material too, aren't you? Like you can get some really thick knit yeah. fabrics, um, and then some which are quite thin or sheer, yeah. even. Yeah. yeah. And also, sometimes like similar-looking fabrics have completely different stretch. I don't know what it is, but like during the workshop, like some girls brought some t-shirts, and one had like a like normal stretch for a t-shirt, and one was like extremely stretchy. So yeah, it's all. So I always, you know, um, I always start like check kind of is like reasonably stretchy or not. And, but it's also a bit of, it's not like a science, you know, it's like, oh, this is the stretch here is like above, I don't know, 30%, maybe, maybe, maybe I should like think about it more, but it's kind of after some time, it's a bit of intuition. If it's slightly stretchy, it's okay, but it's like, you know, twice as stretchy as, mm -hmm. um, as before, maybe, maybe not, <laughs> even maybe for not. a few 
pictures yeah yeah so how how did you get into embroidering on um on a knit for example because knits for a, a knitted fabric yeah. because jersey, i mean i brought your jersey so like t-shirts and sweaters. yes yes Sorry, that's what that's what I was referring to as well. Because I know um, growing up and learning how to sew, I was always encouraged to work with woven fabrics because they don't have that stretch and they're that little bit easier to to work with. So working with knits can be a bit off-putting for a lot of people because they do have that unknown stretch. What um, encouraged you to work with the, the knitted jersey t-shirt fabric? Well, because I think like t-shirt, yeah, uh, I think, I know, um, I wanted to make gifts to my family. <laughs> and t-shirts are the easiest kind of, you know, to give somebody, I think, without knowing their exact measurements, mm. like, you know, yeah. pants. Also, also like t-shirts, I think, are a bit, like, safer, generally, <laughs> to to give t-shirts than a dress or, or trousers or some, uh, some more exact piece of clothing that people yeah. have their preferences. So yeah, I started by, um, actually it was a couple of years ago and uh, I didn't have a lot of money <laughs> to spare on, on presents. So I said, oh, I'll make handmade ones this year. And yes, yeah, so I bought like a bunch of basic, I mean, plain t-shirts and I just, just started. And honestly, um, you know, if you follow like the, the natural stretch of the fabric, it's not that, not that hard. Even uh, I, because I'm always, you know, I'm always very cautious when I teach people how to embroider. And like you said, woven fabrics are the best because, I mean, the best for, for beginners, especially because they're the easiest and the embroidery mm. will also always look good because, because the fabric won't, uh, won't change its appearance. Um, so I'm always like, you know, uh, always in my patterns and the work so you can do this and oh like you have to be very careful and if, you know, if you're feeling adventurous you can try it but honestly I saw so uh, the girls at the workshop working also with slightly stretchy and they also you know made it work so maybe I'm always overly cautious but I would say yeah keeping the tension of the fabric and also knowing the stitches the right stitches to use uh, so yeah, in the following in the in the uh, webinar <laughs> that I filmed, I also share my favorite stitches, and that always are the safest in my opinion because I'm so cautious. <laughs> Obviously, there are more stitches that could work, but the ones I I chose are like you know, um, um, I don't want to say idiot proof, but like safe, like you know that uh, safe proof. No, I mean there's like a better word for it but they mm. will always look good so also this yeah yes well well that's true and i guess maybe beginner friendly is probably another <laughs> another yeah. nice way of, of thinking about it um and so i was just confirming your um workshop where you share all of these wonderful tips and tricks is next wednesday so wednesday the 17th of may crazy to think that that's just a week yeah. and a day from today um so please do come along and check out miriam's workshop it's absolutely jam-packed full of goodness and one question i had for you which i absolutely loved is your name slow stitch studio can you tell me how you came um with came up with the name yeah um it came kind of naturally for me when I was like brainstorming uh, like name ideas because 
uh, like evenings is kind of like, you know, when the sun sits down, it's like the golden hour and you're finished with work usually and you go back home and you can just like, like, you know, it's kind of your time. So yeah, the name kind of encompasses this feeling of like decompressing and having some, you know, me time and doing uh, some slow activities and enjoying. Yeah. So this is yeah. basically what I wanted to, 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 yeah, to show in the name. And I assume that that uh, also embodies how you feel about it. So the stitching yeah. process for you is quite, quite enjoyable, a really lovely way of relaxing and, and decompressing and also making beautiful things as, as well. Yeah, exactly. The, actually, when I found... Um, embroidery when I first started it was the single most relaxing thing that I did in in months I haven't felt this like relaxed and you know mm, content and peaceful in really in months as by doing the as when I started discovered embroidery yeah. it, it, to this day obviously now is now is my work also but this process of embroidery is still um, beautiful and relaxing yes and, and still has those those benefits which I love yeah, yeah yes absolutely and um do you have a, a daily practice of stitching do you try to incorporate a bit on a regular basis mm, right now I cannot unfortunately but I always work on some patterns so I kind of have the practice maybe not daily but like regular practice of testing stitches mm. and uh, and doing the samples as we talked before and it's, um, you know, it's not like embroidering the final piece, which now means taking photos, taking uh, videos for reels, and it's like really, um, you know, work right now. Mm -hmm. But the samples is kind of like my, my, my personal like, sketchbook, let's say. And this I can do relaxed in the evenings without perfect daylight, and perfect setup and perfect nails for, for the Instagram. So I would say definitely doing the samples is my... Um, yeah, yeah, my regular practice, and yeah, I can really show. I mean, I think through it, I can the creativity really can shine because you know you're. I mean, always you're allowed to make mistakes, but I know um, I myself am a bit of per perfectionist when it comes to like design, and when you're working the final piece, you know you're you you and some sometimes you want really to to have everything perfect yeah. and the samples are a nice way to just have fun explore yeah. creativity and really um yeah do something crafty without the pressure yes yeah. yes absolutely it's uh, really lovely to hear that that's that's your way of sketching is working on your samples in, in the evening and, and a, a lovely way of relaxing and um just thinking about what you were saying about making a mistake i think one of the great things about stitching is the ability to undo our stitches. Yes, a hundred percent. I love it because that's like, for instance, I tried to do painting, which I think I would also enjoy very much, but it was too much stress <laughs> for me <laughs> because once you paint, I mean, you can kind of load it or paint over it, but, um, you know, <laughs> It was a bit stressful for me, but yeah. exactly with stitching, you can just pick up the last stitch. Nothing happens, even yeah. if you're like um, perfectionist. And obviously, I'm. This is my job, so I have a bit different. Um, you know, it's not only hobby for me. So I'm not saying that 
everybody has to be perfect with their suture because absolutely not i'm just usually working on like the the blueprints which should be <laughs> which should look you know correct mm. that's why i have like the added pressure but obviously crafting is you know meant to be fun and um and joyful as well yes of course. <laughs> yes well it, it's really wonderful to hear that you combine both both the fun and also you like to turn that into the the finished product so that other people can also yeah. enjoy and enjoy the fun as well Miriam, thank you so much for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure to connect, um, particularly all the way across the globe in um, Germany. Um, some of my best friends that I had growing up were um, German, so I have a particular affinity with that part of the world. So it's lovely to speak with you, and I'm delighted that you're part of, part of the Making Zen online retreat. Yeah, me too. I'm very excited. Uh, yeah, cannot wait for everything to go live. <laughs> me too. So that's next Wednesday if you want to um, have a look at Miriam's beautiful stitching and also do have a look at her Instagram page. And um, until next time, we'll yeah. see you then. Much Thank love. You. Bye. Bye. -bye.